Are you ready for the end of the world? This is your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit coming at you on your community radio, 91.1 FM, community radio for Southern Illinois. Yes, my name is Tree Song, and if you're one of our regular listeners, you may have realized by now I am not Ord Energy Man. He's usually here at the controls. Uh, he is off on a renewable energy adventure, though. Uh, the Midwest Renewable Energy Fest is going on right now, and so he's, he's up north uh, having adventures out there, uh, learning about and talking about renewable energy at the largest renewable energy gathering in the world. So that's exciting times up there. I'm sure he'll have news when he gets back. In the meantime, we've got plenty of news and happenings and so on to keep us busy here in Southern Illinois. So let's start with some news. This first bit of news comes from Occupy Updates Daily. It's a blog that compiles news from the Occupy movement and other re- related causes. Uh, st- our first story is that six people were arrested on Tuesday as part of the Chicago mental health movement, as over 50 demonstrators protested against the loss of half the city's mental health clinics. The six clinics have been closed for about two months now, but protesters occupied the Chicago Department of Health demanding a promise that they will be reopened and a resignation letter from the health commissioner. In other news, the last Occupy London encampment has been evicted, with no arrests or incidents reported during the eviction. Occupiers were concerned about the eviction, considering that they reported they last reported 88% of the 99 peaceful occupiers remaining were homeless with no place to go. City council members say they are working with the homeless members, but also said the occupation has cost them roughly £100,000.
In other news, Occupy Philly is unhappy with the judge's ruling that uh, convicted a dozen occupiers of, quote, defiant trespassing and conspiracy, uh, stemming from the November 18th Citizens Foreclosure of a Wells Fargo Bank. They are trying to raise awareness of the bank's predatory lending practices, which have disproportionately affected black neighborhoods. Each of the 12 has to pay a $500 fine and court costs. Occupiers plan to reveal, uh, appeal the convictions. Now, we wanted to mention that one because we've been covering a series of stories where uh, people from the Occupy movement have uh, interceded in foreclosures. And they, they do it by going there and occupying like they had occupied other spaces. And sometimes they get arrested and charged and go to jail. Other times they have actually helped win deals for the homeowners so they could stay in their homes. It's a really interesting struggle, a way of trying to deal with the, uh, the housing crisis and the foreclosures resulting. Now, this is a really interesting one that I didn't see coming. Uh, San Francisco is fighting panhandling with an odd method. They're giving out puppies instead. Yes, you heard that, right? The people receiving the dogs have to meet certain qualifications and will be given a stipend to care for the animals. But it's unknown how things will be enforced as of yet. If they are caught panhandling with the puppy, it will be returned to the shelter. Uh, there's at least one major flaw in this plan, that if people decide they're going to move out of the housing or hotel they're living in, it's much more difficult to do so with an animal. Uh, but it is an interesting idea. They're trying to provide uh, companions for people and provide support for the, the animals. I'm uh, not entirely sure where they came up with this idea, but um, we'll, we'll try to keep an eye on it and see where it goes. So uh, Orr is off at the uh, Midwest Renewable Energy Fair, uh, doing what he can to promote renewable energy. In the meantime, we've got some news related to renewable energy coming up today. The U.S. market for solar is likely to double this year. Now, this is uh, from the Wall Street Journal, who uh, they happen to be in the business of making economic predictions. So I, this one caught my eye. The U.S. market for solar panels is likely to double in 2012, thanks to government policies and falling prices although new tariffs on panels imported from China could contribute to slower growth in 2013, according to a new study. U.S. developers are likely to install about 3,300 megawatts of solar panels this year, nearly double the amount installed in 2011, according to the study released Wednesday by the Solar Energy Industries Association and GTM Research. Government subsidies such as federal tax credit, uh, equal to 30% of the cost of each system, and state and local incentives, 
have all been driving the growing demand for solar. Better prices have also played a role. So uh, there's, uh, you know, I thought this one was worth mentioning because I've heard some people say about solar and renewable energy like, oh, maybe someday, you know, someday we'll have renewable energy, someday that'll come. But it's already skyrocketing as it is. You know, the options are out there. We can choose to use renewable energy. We've got some more interesting news here. We've mentioned before on, on your community spirits uh, something that goes by various names. One of the names it goes by is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. It's this giant patch of plastic out in the middle of the Pacific that is just growing and growing and full of all of the accumulated plastic that has been dumped in the ocean, that has been dumped on the shores and made its way into the ocean. Uh, some of it breaks down and gets eaten by critters, and then the critters end up all tangled up in the trash gyre. Uh, it's a very, very, it's sort of hard to capture fully in photographs because a lot of it's a little bit under the water and you can only see little pieces of it at the time. But it's this giant new island of trash that is formed in the Pacific. Well, now, possibly because of all the promo we've been giving it to you on your community spirit, this, this, this great Pacific garbage patch has become a star. There's an upcoming graphic novel about the great Pacific garbage patch. I'm Not a Plastic Bag is a graphic novel about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, the agglomeration of plastic flakes that's swirling around the Pacific Ocean. The book follows the journey of several pieces of trash destined to become part of the patch. The images are beautiful, and the stories reminiscent of The Brave Little Toaster, updated for a world in which trash doesn't get to live a second life. The book is by Rachel Hope Allison, who describes herself as, quote, a white girl with curly hair who is nevertheless not Jewish nor Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> uh, we can't help but have a little crush on her. Uh, yeah, she's very entertaining in the interview. Uh, and uh, this is a very... I like this story because it's, on the one hand, it's a very entertaining story. I mean, it's, it's kind of like... It's a graphic novel, but it seems kind of like in some ways a kid's story. Like, you know, follow the journey of this little piece of trash out to uh, its new home in the <laughs> Great Pacific Garbage Patch. But yet it's also kind of dark in that it's raising some important issues about the pollution that we're putting into the ocean. Uh, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's something that needs to be raised, that we need to raise awareness about. It blows my mind that we have so much plastic we're putting out there that it's just gathering in the Pacific and growing into a giant island. I feel like if we don't do something about it, the island's going to just take over the entire Pacific and we'll have nothing but an ocean of plastic. But if enough people read this interesting book, uh, it, they may be aware of the situation and decide we don't want to go in that direction. Uh, once again, the name of it was I'm Not a Plastic Bag by Rachel Hope Allison.
right. In other news, got food scraps? You can now hail a compost cab. <laughs> Jeremy uh, Brasowski was a was a Milwaukee greenhouse. Uh, he was in a Milwaukee greenhouse in March 2010 when he had an epiphany. Quote, what if we could take our garbage and grow food in it? Well, that's one of those interesting ideas that sometimes people don't follow up on. But he actually went for it. Uh, Brasowski, 38, was in Wisconsin to learn about urban agriculture at Growing Power, the pioneering urban farm of the, uh, the Arthur Genius Fellow, Will Allen. At the time, Jeremy was thinking about starting a rooftop agriculture business, but he was intrigued by Allen's emphasis on the importance of and elusiveness of fertile soil. That's one of the big issues faced in urban areas, uh, especially, uh, but also in surrounding areas, is having fertile soil. Quote, if you don't dramatically improve the soil, you cannot grow, f- grow food in cities, Brzezowski says. His solution is the compost cab, a Washington, D.C.-based service that picks up urban food waste and delivers it to local farms for composting. From group houses to government offices to high-end restaurants, all are welcome to give them their brown gold. <laughs> composting, both private and commercial, is not a new idea. Nearly 100 cities now divert food waste from landfills, said Elizabeth uh, Dangan, uh, reportedly because... Uh, okay, so there's... Let's see, there's a little more here, but... Basically, it's a really interesting service that uh, they, he goes around and he goes to businesses and collects the compost and then brings it out to local farms. And uh, he says that his service is, is different than all these other waste management solutions because it specifically focuses on aiding urban agriculture rather than simply disposing of trash. Quote, composting is not just about waste reduction, he explains. It's about food production education, jobs, and creating social benefits in communities beyond the environmental benefits of composting. So, interesting story, the compost cab. Makes me wonder when we'll have our own compost cab here in southern Illinois. Let's get to some of our holidays that are coming up. There's always something going on, a different holiday every day. And let's see what we've going on what we've got going on this week. Today we have Magna Carta Day. We also have Nature Photography Day and the Strawberry Moon. Uh, let's see. Coming up on Saturday, we have National Nursing Assistance Day and Week. And recess at work day, which I guess falls on a Saturday this year, but If you're working on Saturday, it's especially important to take a recess. Coming up on Sunday, we have the UN World Day to Combat Desertification and Drought. Now, that's uh, one of those important issues increasingly as uh, climate change has impact on the world because there's been some research on how that may contribute to desertification and drought. It's also Watergate Day. 
Monday is International Sushi Day and World Juggling Day. So you get bonus points if you juggle sushi. Especially if you juggle sushi without dropping it so that it's still edible at the end of the day. Coming up on Tuesday, the 19th of June, we have Emancipation Day, which is also known as Juneteenth. We also have Family Awareness Day. Are you aware that you have families? Have you spoken to them? Uh, some other news we have coming up. Let's see. World Sauntering Day. It's also the birthday of Lou Gehrig, the baseball player. Wednesday is UN World Refugee Day. Uh, and Thursday, we have coming up the Baby Boomers Recognition Day. Uh, baby boomers can look around and recognize each other, see if they still uh, remember who each other are. Uh, we've got also coming up uh, National Daylight Appreciation Day. Now, I'm guessing that is also because this happens to be the summer solstice. Now, at least in the northern hemisphere, it's the summer solstice. In the southern hemisphere, it's the winter solstice. Because uh, the Earth is on a tilt, and if you're in the northern hemisphere right now, you're enjoying that summer sunshine. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, well, you're on the other side of that equation. <laughs> it's also World Humanist Day coming up on Thursday. All right, now let's get to some happenings. I don't know, is anything happening in Southern Illinois? Uh, people all asleep out there, no events going on. If you have events to send our way, you can send them to info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Uh, those make their way to Or Denny Juman, but uh, when he's out of town, he will forward them to me. In the meantime, we've, we've definitely got stuff that people have shared with us because there are things going on in Southern Illinois. And one of those things is the Welcome International Coffee Hour. This is happening today at 3 p.m. at the Northwest Annex, Wing B, on the SIUC campus. Come and welcome our new international students to SIUC at the International Coffee Hour this Friday, June 15th. They're meeting at their usual place at the Northwest Annex, Wing B, at the IPS meeting room. And uh, that's 3 to 5 p.m. today, and it's free. So it's an opportunity to see old friends, meet new friends, and catch up on what everyone's been doing over the intercession. Speaking of opportunities to meet old friends and new, we have another happening, the Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. It happens every Friday at 6 p.m. at the Gaia House Interfaith Center. Now, this week's theme is Colombian Feast. Fried green plantains, coconut rice, mixed fruits, all sorts of delicious entrees and goodies there. Uh, that is this Friday, tonight. They, they start preparation at 6 p.m. 
Uh, they usually serve around 7.30. People who want to get the full Slow Foods experience can be there for the entire process. It is a Slow Foods dinner, and part of the value of that is instead of just coming somewhere for five minutes, going by the drive-by window, uh, grabbing your food and going, get to sit down and enjoy a delicious meal uh, made by friendly, exciting people in good company. So once again, that's happening tonight, starting at 6 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. And I've heard that they're working on a new membership program, that people can become members of Guy House now, which I'm sure they'll be talking all about at the dinner tonight. All right, yes, and for more information on that, you can go to org, where they've got a lot about the dinners that happen there. They've got the membership information and a newsletter, uh, which actually we draw on sometimes to get our community happenings from. Uh, There's a lot going on over there. All right, another community happening going on. There's uh, On Fridays in the summer, there's a lot going on (laughs) because tonight there is the Carbondale Community Friday Night Fair happening at the Carbondale Town Square Pavilion uh, tonight, uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Friday Night Fair is a back-to-basics event that draws the community together with a farmer's market, live music, a food court, and activities for children. It's held every Friday evening in the summer from 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. in and around the Town Square Pavilion. Now, I've been out there a few times. Uh, I often don't make it out there because of rice and spice, but I make it out there occasionally. And it's a fun time. People out there with uh, nice fresh veggies, some good music. Uh, This week's music will be provided by Jules. Uh, For more information, you can visit com, And it's a good time over there at the Carbonale Community Friday Night Fair. Other happenings, we have the Farmer's Market. Uh, the Farmer's Market happens on Saturday morning from 8 a.m. to noon over at the West Town parking lot on the west side of town, uh, just past the Murdale Shopping Center in Carbondale. It's an exciting time. Uh, there's all sorts of uh, fresh veggies, fresh foods out there, also arts and crafts. It's a really good uh, social experience as well. You can go out there and see all the, all the wonderful people going out and getting their veggies and arts and crafts. That's uh, on Saturdays, including this Saturday, 8 a.m. to noon, West Town parking lots on the west side of town here in Carbondale.
All right. Other happenings. We have the Vigil for Peace. Uh, that's going on on Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion on the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. The Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois holds a vigil every Saturday to bear witness to the cost of war and hold out hope for the promise of peace. Now, I really appreciate the fact that they're out there because it's easy for us sometimes here who aren't out, you know, out in other countries fighting these wars to forget that the wars are going on. But uh, it's important to have people out there holding vigil, bringing the reminder, and putting out the call for peace. So that is on Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion, the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. A lot of the happenings we mention here on Your Community Spirit take place in Carbondale, but we have happenings from other places like this next one as well. If we are especially interested, if you have happenings in other parts of southern Illinois that uh, usually don't get on the air, you can feel free to send them our way. Our address is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And what you've got going on in the community, we will be happy to share. Coming up with this one, uh, this one is the Campfire Programs. Campfire programs go on at the Crab Orchard Wildlife Refuge. The next one is on this Saturday, June 16th at 7 p.m. Bring a chair and some marshmallows and join a park ranger for an educational program on Southern Illinois wildlife. The campfire program happens at the Crab Orchard Campground. For more information, uh, you can visit the, uh, the uh, you can call 618-997-3344. Now, it's an exciting program because a lot of people uh, who aren't from the area, aren't familiar with the area, know that there's all this beautiful wildlife out there, but they may not know much about it. So this is an opportunity to come sit around the campfire, uh, learn more. All right, this has once again been an exciting and informative episode of Your Community Spirit. If you have any info, comments, news, happenings to send our way, the address is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Uh, we'll be hearing back uh, when Orr gets back into town. We'll hear more about his adventures at the Midwest Renewable Energy Fest. Uh, in the meantime, it's a wonderful day outside. It is going to get a little hot out later, so be sure to stay well hydrated and in the shade as needed. But it's a beautiful time to be outside. So see you outside, and we will see you here next week on the radio.